Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. So, you've been going out for jogs, hitting the gym, riding your bike to work, taking the stairs instead of the elevator, using your standing workstation instead of sitting on your butt all day, and, well, you're feeling great. Your pants are fitting better than ever, and you're not shy about being seen in your bathing suit. You can walk for hours without getting fatigued, you can carry on a conversation while you walk up a few flights of stairs, and you don't think twice about joining in a game of shinny with your friends. And yet, something is still missing. Something about your new fit life is eluding you. You want to be able to measure and quantify your physical fitness levels, and not just by looking at a number on the bathroom scale. You want something bigger. You want something more meaningful. To best determine whether you're at the peak of physical health, you can use any number of physical fitness tests that are out there. And as you'll find out, there are tons of different tests to check various aspects of physical well-being. There are tests that focus on gauging your strength, measuring your stamina, and quantifying your flexibility. There are tests that focus on one particular physical trait or a combination of two, three, or ten, and even some tests that strive to measure your overall physical fitness. Now, before we get into some of the most popular and interesting tests that I could find publicly available, let's talk about what makes a test, I mean any test, worthwhile. Consideration must be given not only to the results of the test, but also to the rigor of the testing criteria. And the word rigor refers to the extent to which the testing criteria works to enhance the quality of the tests. In quantitative research, this is achieved through measurement of validity and reliability. In order for test data to be of value and of use, they must contain both. Now let's look at validity first. Does the test measure what it's supposed to? For example, timing a long endurance run would not be a valid measure of explosive strength, but it would be a valid way to measure aerobic fitness. For our purposes, this is pretty much common sense, so this should not cause us much trouble. The second one is reliability. Is the test consistent or repeatable? If no variables are changed aside from your level of fitness, a reliable test that is repeated over and over again should not yield different results. Now, for our purposes, this is a tough one. 
wind, heat, cold, hydration status, recovery state, uh, illness, even lack of sleep can influence the reliability of our tests. But then again, we're not trying to land a bike on the moon, so we'll just have to do the best to control the variables that we can. So with that in mind, let's look at some physical fitness tests that some professions, physicians, schools, sports teams, and researchers have concocted to help put some meaning to all of this fitness mayhem that we hold so dear. In today's episode, we're going to look at the following fitness tests. The Canadian Forces Express Test, the Utah Peace Officers Standards and Training Certification, the Bruce Test, the Marine Corps Physical Fitness Test, the Navy SEAL Fitness Test, and the Seattle Fire Department's Candidate Physical Ability Test. Now, I know it's going to be hard to envision these just listening to what I'm listing, so for clarification, make sure to go to getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com and look for episode 355 so you can read each one of these tests. Now, since I'm a Canadian, let's start with the Great White North. Number one, the Canadian Forces Express Test. There are five military emergency tasks that form the basis of the Canadian Forces Physical Fitness Evaluations, and they are number one, entrenchment dig, which is digging a personal trench to protect oneself against enemy fire, number two, land evacuation, which is carrying one end of a stretcher bearing a casualty, number three, low or high crawl, which is moving in a defensive way in front of enemy fire, Number four, sea evacuation, which is evacuating a casualty from a ship during a fire or another emergency. And number five, the sandbag carry, which is used in the course of erecting a barricade against a flood or another natural event. Given the logistics of these five common tasks as an annual evaluation for all the Canadian Forces personnel, the CF Express Test measures and evaluates using the following activities. Aerobic capacity by using a 20-meter shuttle run, which is running back and forth between two points. Muscular strength by using a hand grip test. Abdominal muscular endurance by just counting the amount of sit-ups that you can do with perfect form and no rest. And upper body muscular endurance by counting the number of push-ups you can do, again, with perfect form and with no rest. This one is pretty specific to the tasks that are asked of the Canadian Forces, but it's not completely unrelatable to us general public folks. At its core, it's pretty widely functional, and by that I mean useful in real life, and we would all be safer and more self-sufficient if we could pass this test, so I won't go picking what I perceive to be holes in it. Instead, let's look at the next one. Number two, the Utah Peace Officer Standards and Training Certification. To pass this certification, a person must be able to do, number one, run 1.5 miles in 15 minutes and 37 seconds or less. Number two, do 16 consecutive push-ups with no rest. Number three, jump 15 inches vertically. Number four, do 25 sit-ups in one minute or less, and number five, run 300 meters in 70 seconds or less. Now, I like this one even more than the first one because it includes the vertical jump test, which can quantify explosive strength, and it incorporates both a distance run and a sprint, which measures both aerobic and anaerobic fitness. 
but I can't help but notice that it lacks a grip strength test and more specifically, some pull-ups. Here's to the paper pushers, the rush hour warriors, and the gotta get awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind, where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk, where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner, where your only commute is your walk to the beach, where every day feels like Saturday. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Okay, now on to number three, the Bruce test. Now this test is quite different from the first two because it was specifically designed to evaluate cardiovascular performance. The Bruce test is often known as the clinical treadmill stress test, which is traditionally used to diagnose patients with suspected heart diseases because the results could point to coronary problems. Today, this physical fitness test is also used to measure VO2 max, or maximum oxygen intake among athletes. To do this test, you begin on a treadmill at a manageable pace and incline. At certain intervals, both the incline and the treadmill speed is increased and increased and increased until your threshold is reached. The end of this test is often signified by the athlete desperately grabbing at the guardrails to stop from falling face first into the equipment. I've seen this a couple of times. Now, VO2 max is actually calculated by measuring the amount of oxygen consumption per minute during the exercise protocol. Oxygen consumption will rise linearly up until a certain point when the oxygen consumption plateaus. This usually happens when the exercise intensity increases beyond threshold and the CO2 and lactic acid rises beyond the body's ability to clear it faster than it is manufacturing it. And this number, when the oxygen consumption has reached a maximum, is called the VO2 max. Now, the VO2 max can be used as a gauge of general cardiovascular health and also to monitor progression of fitness with various types of training. It can also be useful to identify the calories that are burned during different levels of workouts by linking the results to the athlete's heart rate. Now, the problem is that you generally need to work with trainers who are skilled in exercise physiology to use the information effectively and build a nutrition and training protocol. Plus, this is not a test that you really want to partake in, at least more than once, unless you're getting paid to do it or you happen to be some kind of masochist. 
All right, number four is the Marine Corps Physical Fitness Test. And in this test, well, they use a confusingly complicated equation to determine your fitness. It makes sense once you've completed it, but at first glance, it seems really overly complex. I'll try and explain it here. Men receive five points for every pull-up, one point for every crunch, and one point is deducted from 100 for every 10 seconds slower than 18 minutes that they take on the three-mile run. Now, women receive 1.5 points for every second on the flexed arm hang to a maximum of 70 seconds, while the scoring is the same as it was for men for the crunches and three-mile run, although for the three-mile run they get 21 minutes. To earn a perfect PFT score of 300, men must do 20 consecutive pull-ups, 100 crunches in less than two minutes, and complete the three-mile run in at least 18 minutes. Now, for the women, it's a 70-second flexed arm hang, 100 crunches, and 21 minutes for the run. Now, while I do enjoy some math, and I enjoy the math of this test, and I agree that it hits the three major components of fitness, I can't help but feel that this one's just a little too simple for our needs. So, let's move on to some true heroes. Number five, Navy SEALs fitness test. Ah, the Navy SEALs. They are the toughest of the tough, the fittest of the fit. Surely they have a good test. Now, before I jump into the description, let me point out that the numbers I'm going to list are the absolute minimums that are absolutely meant to be exceeded. I will also list what a more competitive number might be. A prospective SEAL who simply hits these minimums will have technically passed the test, but is unlikely to continue. The bare minimum criteria is a 500 meter swim using breaststroke or combat side stroke, which is a modified version of freestyle. And they must do this in 12 minutes and 30 seconds, but a more competitive time would be under 10 minutes and 30 seconds. The next criteria is they must be able to do 42 push-ups in two minutes. And a more competitive count would be more like 79 push-ups in two minutes. The next criteria is 50 sit-ups in two minutes. And again, a more competitive count would be at least 79 sit-ups. The next criteria is six consecutive dead hang pull-ups, which is where your body doesn't move except for your elbows and your shoulders and a more competitive count would be at least 11. And finally, the last criteria is a 1.5 mile run in boots and trousers in under 11 minutes and 30 seconds, and a more competitive time would be under 10 minutes and 20 seconds. Now again, to make this test even more impressive, once you pass this test, there's an additional 27 week long training course that, well, many people don't survive. I mean, uh, pass. And number six is the Seattle Fire Department's Candidate Physical Ability Test. Now this one is impressive and a little nutty, but what would you expect from firefighters? I mean, these are the folks who need to be ready for pretty much anything. A burning building, a natural disaster, a massive car accident, a raging inferno, and of course, a cat in a tree. I mean, you have to be fit for all of that, right? Now, before I start listing the activities, it's important to know that during this test, you must wear long pants, a safety helmet, gloves, 
and a 50 pound weight vest while completing the following activities. And the first activity is a stair climb. While carrying two additional 12.5 pound shoulder weights, the candidates must climb a stairmaster at level three, which is 50 steps per minute for 20 seconds, and then three minutes at level four, which is 60 steps per minute. Then they go on to the hose drag. With a 1.5 inch nozzle over their shoulder, they must drag a 200 foot hose for 75 feet, then make a 90 degree turn and pull the hose 25 more feet, then reel the hose in hand over hand for 50 feet. Then they go on to the equipment carry. They must carry two heavy power saws for 75 feet to a marker and back. Then on to the ladder raise and extension, where they must raise a 24-foot aluminum extension ladder from flat on the ground. Then extend the 24-foot ladder hand over hand and then lower it back down to the ground again in a controlled motion. Then they go on to the forcible entry, where they must strike a forcible entry cumulative force measuring device, which kind of looks like one of those sledgehammer games at a carnival, but turned sideways. And they do that with a horizontal swing of a 10-pound sledgehammer without rest for several minutes. Then they go on to the search, where they crawl blindfolded through a tunnel maze and maneuver around, under, and over various obstacles to get to the end which leads them to the rescue, which is where they pull a 165-pound dummy for 35 feet, then turn around and return to the starting position as quickly as possible, which leads them to the ceiling breach and pull. Using a six-foot pole, they must raise a 60-pound section of ceiling three times, then hook the pole to a weighted ceiling resistance device and pull down five times and do it again four more times all the way through. All right, well, yes, these activities at first glance are very specific to firefighting, but what I like about this test is that this type of fitness is extremely functional for anyone. If you go back to the Get Fit Guy episode about what the word fitness really means, these are activities that would fit many of the examples I listed there. And yes, I do mean the zombie apocalypse. Now, as much as I like the Navy SEAL test, I think we have a new front runner here. I'm sorry, SEALs. After those last two, you may not think we need to go any further, but I am, as we say in the fitness industry, just getting warmed up. So make sure you tune in next week for part two of the best ways to measure your fitness. And in the meantime, for more info on tests and tips on testing or to simply join in the fitness conversation, head over to facebook.com slash getfitguy or twitter.com slash getfitguy or getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com and look for episode 355. Now I'm Brock Armstrong, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience.
Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.